0: Well, hello, my little holiday elves and welcome back as we continue our annual five days of giftmas week. Each day we'll be posting a new little Christmas treat for you up until Christmas Eve. Please remember that this show is not for younger listeners. We're gonna keep telling everybody. We, you know, we use some language and we definitely talk about some things that are gonna most likely get us all on Santa's naughty list. Now grab a holiday cocktail and let's start unwrapping on the third day of gifmas gason gave to you a classic or not so classic christmas special review of the one and only Wee's playhouse christmas special with guesty bestie peter enjoy Welcome back for another classic or not-so-classic Christmas special review with one of my holiday, guesty, bestie co-hosts. It's December, which means... I don't know what time you're listening to this, but it's either right before Christmas, maybe you've decided to make this a Christmas Day tradition. I'm not really sure, but, you know, it's Christmas! So, we brought back with us... um, I guess you're kind of our regular Guesty Bestie in December at this point. The one and only Guesty Bestie, Peter.
1: Hey. Hi, season's greetings, Gason, <laughs> and all you holiday gabbers.
0: <laughs> now, um, if you've listened to Gabbing with Gason, you've heard Guesty Bestie Peter multiple times. There's lots of episodes with you on it. Quite a few, in fact. Good times. Um, you, If you've listened to only this show, then if you go back to last December's episode... We reviewed the classic uh, special. We're going to say it's classic because we both voted it a classic. The He-Man and She-Ra Christmas special. We both loved it, of course, because we have nostalgia for it. With all our hearts. All our hearts. Um, and this month, normally I let my guesties choose their, their, <laughs> uh, their shows. As uh, If you remember, Kyle in last month's episode was very angry about the choices he was given. Um, but when it comes to December, it's my gift to myself. I get to choose a special for someone to watch. And this time uh, for Peter, because I couldn't think of anyone else to watch this one with. We are going to discuss the very, very special Pee Wee's Playhouse Christmas special.
1: Wonderful. I I reap the benefits of your choices sometimes.
0: I mean, I feel like you do for sure. Um, Do you remember seeing this as a kid?
1: I do. I watched watched Pee-wee's Playhouse regularly. I really enjoyed the show. So, yeah, I remember seeing the Christmas special, but unlike... (laughs) The He-Man, she Christmas special, this is not one that I have watched regularly, so it's been a long time since I've seen it. So it was it was nice to watch again after all this time.
0: I found it about, I want to say seven years ago again for the first time, and then immediately uh, I saw it. It was streaming on Netflix, and then I immediately bought the DVD.
1: Oh, that's right. Right after, it was right, right around the time that I think all the Pee-wees... Mm-hmm. Um, were released on Netflix, right?
0: So I immediately bought the DVD and went back and watched it again. Now, we're going to do this one a little bit different. Normally, we talk about the voice acting and the singer notes and all that. We're going to do that as we go through the show, because I think it's much easier that way with this one. There's too much going on. There's way too many guest stars. A lot of guest stars. A lot of guest stars. Jam-packed. It's too much. Um, The show premiered on Wednesday, December 21st, back in 1988. That's right. It's a good year. I know mean, it's a good year. Are they still making He-Man toys, then? I think they were. Yeah, <laughs> they were, cause the '87 movie came out. Yeah. Look at me, I'm a genius. I think that's when it died. But that's it. We're still making <laughs> toys. So, um, well, let's just get right into it. Um, and of course, we're going to be putting some audio in, so don't you worry. And I haven't found it streaming anywhere right now, but there will be a link in the show notes to purchase the DVD or the Blu-ray. I've decided to go buy the Blu-ray now. Uh, for better picture quality. <laughs> Very excited about it. Um, so the show begins uh, kind of like other episodes, I think, of Pee Wee's. Like it pans the outside of the playhouse.
1: Yeah, that's, that's one thing that I really appreciate about this special, too, is I love when you have a show that has like an opening credits or closing credits where they do something different. You know, we talked about how they do that with Buffy at the end of the musical episode of mm-hmm. Buffy. How they have a little... Uh, just a little nod that that they change a little bit. And they do that here with Pee-wee. They change the landscape. Uh, If you're not familiar with Pee-wee's playhouse, basically they start off showing the outside of the playhouse. They start off small, kind of like in the woods, showing creatures and things like that. And then they slowly take their time to pan up to the top of the hill where the playhouse is. And they do that here, but with a snow-covered landscape and a few different creatures, and it feels a lot more Christmassy. Uh, because of the music they're playing, and then they take you up to the playhouse. So it's nice to see a variation on the credits.
0: It's very cute. It definitely sets the vibe for Christmas right away. Definitely. Right away it sets the vibe for Christmas. So uh, the show, uh, then we start to get our first song of the show. I call it Christmas at the Playhouse. I don't know what it's called, but that's what we're going to call it. Sung by a bunch of Marines. (laughs)
2: Yes.
0: (laughs) And I'm using Marines in quotations. Yes. Yes. Um, but it's actually we found out the UCLA Men's Glee Club because, as I said to you, man, there's a lot of out Marines in this, and I don't think that was okay back in '88. Because yeah. some of these guys were having the time of their life.
1: They were. There were a lot of like hat twirls yes, and a and lot pirouettes of pirouettes and, and, and dances.
0: Christmas in
3: the
0: of the show is Paul Rubens, a.k.a. Pee-wee, uh, Pee-wee Herman, uh, who also comes out to sing and dance. And then he also starts to list off the cast of the show and all of the special guests. Hello,
3: everybody!
0: who was your favorite or who were you most excited about when you saw that lineup?
1: Um, I mean, there are a lot of standouts, but Grace Jones just, I get tickled every time Grace Jones shows up. So just seeing that Grace Jones was going to be in the special had me waiting to see what that scene was going to be. That's and really f- that's funny. yeah. And that scene did not fail to deliver. Oh it, my God, was, it, was amazing. it was magical.
0: Uh, that's exactly what I put down was Grace Jones. Yeah. Yeah, uh, she's a huge icon, um, huge LGBTQ plus icon. So um, I can't wait to talk about her segment. Yeah,
1: I mean, really, it's it's just a great lineup, and and you know they they go through so they do the pan up the hill. Which, by the way, I don't know. Have you ever watched Adventure Time?
0: No. Yes, yes. The opening every credits moment. to
1: Adventure Time, where they kind of start off and do that pan up to the to the, the funhouse. Yeah, and yeah. then they start off with the rest of the song. Um, I'm wondering if that's if they if that inspiration came from Pee Wee's Playhouse.
0: Like, a, like an homage. Yeah,
1: of, yeah. Maybe, but maybe so. so they do that, and then he instead of going through the regular Pee Wee's Playhouse introduction of all the characters, they do a little a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. And Pee Wee goes around, right? Was it Pee Wee's voice that was going around introducing yes. everybody that was showing up, right? Yep. Yeah. So it's a it's a good long bit. I mean, the original Playhouse opening credits where they introduce everybody is pretty long too. Um, but yeah, they did a little differently. Threw a bunch of names and faces up on the screen, and it really That's gets you lot. excited to see how many people are going to be on there. And it makes you know, you're like, "Oh my god, how long is this special?" Because they are like a hundred guest stars, you know. Yeah, <laughs> so, it's
0: uh, and it's only forty-five minutes long, roughly. Yeah, and minutes? it right. felt shorter than that. It really did. It, it really goes did. by quickly. Um, okay, so we start off with Pee Wee is telling his robot Konky, uh what he wants to add for his Chris, or what he wants to add to his Christmas list. Uh, He starts naming off all the stuff. And then Pee-wee always does the thing where he talks to the audience, which is, it's funny. I think kids liked it back then. I think kids still do like it now, but where they feel like they're part of the show. And he says, oh, I need to get a yo-yo. And Conky says, but you already got a yo-yo. And so then Pee-wee goes to check his toy safe. And they do this fun bit where we try to to see his combination. And he basically yells at the camera to move away. It's really cute. He finds his yo-yo. And then he does some yo-yo tricks, and they're very claymation.
1: Yeah, that's that's one thing that I remember really well from originally watching this. Because as soon as they talk about the yo-yo, I'm like, oh, this is the part where they do the little around the world trick. And they use Globy and they show the yo-yo going around globy who's cute. a little globe with arms and legs and a face really or cute. arms and a face at least
0: uh and then the yo-yo hits the camera lens and we get a broken <laughs> camera which is another gag and then yeah. Pee-wee tells conky add a new camera to the list too <laughs> uh which is cute
1: it's cute i'd forgotten about that
0: and then um <laughs> this is my words Conky prints out Pee-wee's huge-ass list to go into a huge-ass envelope. <laughs> he
1: almost short-circuits.
0: Yeah, it almost kills Conky. Yeah. It's a lot of stuff. Yeah. It's unnecessary. But that's kind of like what Pee-wee... Pee-wee's Pee- Pee- supposed to represent a child, like in a-, a child and in a man's body, yeah. so it's kind of fun. Like, it's totally how a kid would to be, too.
1: He prints out this ticker tape list that's the length of a CVS receipt.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Maybe a few CVS receipts. Oh, it's too
0: funny. Um... <laughs> Then, Miss Yvonne shows up in this most amazing dress and hair piece. It's a very flowy, open dress at the bottom. And her hair is all done up with Christmas lights and stuff. Fun fact, but not for Miss Yvonne. (laughs) When they first turned the lights on, it shorted and burnt her back. They had to rip the thing off of her. And I I don't know if it scarred her back or not, but it definitely um, burnt her. Oh, wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. But she went back to be a champion. And she still... Up in, I don't know if she is still with us or not But uh, she has kept that Christmas dress Wow So good for her That's So she comes in and she kisses Pee Wee under the mistletoe
1: <laughs> Which she's wearing As a hairpiece As a
0: hairpiece <laughs> And then things get real awkward uh, All the other things in the playhouse Ask to kiss her
1: Yeah the the fish tell her to come over Give us a, white, give her,
0: a, give us a one yeah. <laughs> comes a wet one this is so gross yeah
1: everybody wants to kiss Miss Yvonne and, and she's excited about it yeah. she is Um, she makes a statement about how she's guaranteed what for to get hundreds if not thousands of kisses this Christmas season right and I was like
0: stop being kind of a
1: whore yeah and then one of my favorite lines comes out where Pee Wee says before you go making out with everyone in the playhouse <laughs> give me my present or something <laughs> yes. along those lines and what
0: does she give him fruitcake and this begins an entire bit throughout the entire Christmas special, right?
1: That 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 um, pays off. It it builds. It builds to a there wonderful. Is a crescendo- scene. Crescendo? Is there is a yeah, crescendo. There is a crescendo. I almost said crescendo because, oh, okay. yeah, there's definitely there's de- a, a definitely, climax at the end
0: in more ways than one. Mm-hmm. So, uh, she gives Pee Wee homemade fruitcake. He gives her perfume. I think he called it "Oh Day Pee Wee," <laughs> that smells exactly like him. And then Flory, which is that creature that pops up out of the, the wood in the floor, is like, Miss Yvonne, come stand over me. <laughs> yeah. And I'm yeah. like. <laughs>
1: and Flory is a big wooden floor. Yes. And part of it, he raises up and it's just a big gaping mouth and eyes yes. and face. And it's, it's frightening. You're welcome.
0: Uh,
3: hey, Miss Yvonne, come stand over me. Coming.
0: Remember, she's wearing this large, open-style dress (laughs) that you could clearly see up if you were on the floor. Yeah. So there are tons of jokes for adults. but
1: You know, you can't help but wonder what Ode to Pee Wee smells like. Yeah. um, Especially given how Paul Rubens made the news later.
0: Ooh, You've Gotta wonder. Um, So then Pee Wee decides to take the fruitcake and put it in his fridge, where the claymation food in the fridge is having a party.
1: Yeah, it's really cute. I enjoy the scenes of what's going on in the fridge. Cause, me too.
0: It took me back to being a kid again.
1: Yeah, yeah. Cause they're yeah, I yeah. Cause I forgot to expect that too. Like I remember the dinosaurs that I'm sure we'll talk about later, um, and how it cuts to that. But the food scenes fun, um, and they're festive. They're all sitting around. They're drinking eggnog, which really just means they're they've murdered <laughs> eggs. They've put a they've stuck a straw in egg and wrote a <laughs> written eggnog on it, and that's their <laughs> version of eggnog. So that's enjoyable to see.
0: And then uh, my favorite is all of a sudden you see a fishing hook come out of nowhere out of the top of the screen and steal a present. And then we pan up and Pee Wee opens the freezer. And the food in the freezer is ice fishing into the actual ice box. Brilliant. Brilliant. And they throw the package out to Pee Wee. And what is it?
1: It's a tiny little bitty fruitcake. So
0: they've killed some more of their kind. (laughs) Baked them.
1: Somehow in the refrigerator, yeah.
0: I wonder if that scene helped to come up with what was that horrible seth rogan movie with the, the food
3: oh um, it was so
0: dirty like uncomfortable. Sa- was it sausage party sausage pa- yeah this was exactly. don't watch it oh, with yeah. the kids <laughs> um god it was so awful i remember sitting that in the theater and it was it was a lot of gasping
1: that's a lot i feel like i should see it again Ooh. one day
0: uh so then the phone rings now peewee has a video phone before video phones were a thing
1: he was ahead of his time
0: he was totally ahead of his time And on it is the one and only host of The View Now, Whoopi Goldberg. And Whoopi at the time was pretty famous for Jumpin' Jack Flash.
1: Yeah, because Jumpin' Jack Flash was was Jumpin' Jack Flash 89. I, I think so maybe it was 80 or maybe it was earlier than that for some reason I was thinking it was 89 it but was, she was... It was
0: I was thinking Jumpin' Jack Flash but and I, I do think she had done I mean, Ghost
1: was probably early 90s though. 68,
0: I don't, was 68 I don't think she had done um... she had done Fatal Beauty Burglar Jumpin' Jack Flash and The Color Purple that's what she was yeah. known for before that. Cause ghost came after that. So. Yeah. And sister act, of course. So of course. now, uh, Whoopi's on for, we clocked it at less than 30 seconds.
1: Oh yeah. It's fast.
0: It's fast. And why is she there, Peter? Uh, really? Just do?
1: to get rejected and not promise <laughs> that she'll ever get what she's after. She Never. wants to, she wants to make an appearance on Pee Wee's Christmas special. And he says he's all booked up and you can see why from the list of guest stars that, that Jason read off um so he wants she wants to be in a future christmas special and so she's trying to get on there for the christmas special two years from now and he refuses to promise her that so he says he'll do the best that she can
0: which is which is nice i mean yeah. he didn't have to but <laughs> i like how yeah. I'm defending him
1: i mean he didn't really do a whole lot for other than just like Keep her at arm's length, <laughs> you know,
0: and said maybe. And she kept saying, Okay, I'll see you in two years. And like, he's maybe, like, maybe. <laughs> Did you just do a Pee voice?
1: Not really. I tried, but <laughs> it didn't really work out that time. <laughs> maybe later.
0: Oh, gosh. Uh, then it becomes time for Christmas time with Magic Screen. Now, Magic Screen is a screen that rolls around on a TV trade cart kind of thing. I loved I'm, Magic like, Screen. I loved Magic Screen when I was a kid.
1: I loved Magic Screen, especially because he plays Connect the Dots. Mm -hmm.
0: So, which is exactly what he does here. He gets sucked into Magic Screen, and he connects the dots, and it turns into a... A
1: beautiful sleigh. A
0: sleigh. And then, out of nowhere magic johnson appears yeah
1: who happens to be and i had no idea is a cousin of magic screen
0: <laughs> which is amazing <laughs> that we were able to link that together i loved that, that was i cute. did was i cute. did
1: really enjoy that i liked that they did that it was just cute. with the names so um
0: according to imdb which i find is fascinating at all times um the producers had to arrange magic johnson's uh film piece to film it in under an hour on a saturday because he had a game scheduled later in the day when he was with the los angeles lakers oh wow so they only had an hour to figure out the animation and get him through how they were gonna do his scene yeah um and then they crashed the sleigh
1: yeah it keeps
0: a polar bear
1: there was a lot it kept bouncing or it kept bouncing off things um and then yeah it got a little crazy and And magic stayed in it and continued his journey, but Pee Wee flew out of it
0: and right back into the to the playhouse, and he lands in everybody's. At least my favorite character was Cherry.
1: Right to the safe arms of Cherry, Cherry, who then makes who then he says, "Where would I be without you?" And Cherry replies, "On the floor," (laughs) which is (laughs) pretty great.
0: Um, And then Cherry says, "Don't we? Don't you think we should decorate the playhouse?" And he's like, "Oh my gosh, I'm only thinking of myself. I didn't decorate the playhouse." Christmas is the time we should be thinking of others, and he says, yeah, "I wish I could have been better." And John B the headless genie, appears. Did you like John B as a kid?
1: I did. I
0: thought John B was kind of crazy. yeah.
1: I always loved the Mecca, 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 Hi, Mecca, and that they would do that every episode. I really enjoyed the consistency of Peewee and how Definitely. you got a lot of the repeats, and I like that that carried over here. Definitely, but yeah. I en- I enjoyed John B. I. Of course, always got gay vibes. And later when we meet Lauren and Angel, um, yeah, <laughs> Lauren, Lauren always reminded me of Jombie. Me
0: too from Angel. Andy Hallett. Like how we keep coming back to Buffy? Wish? Did somebody say
3: wish? I did, Jombie. I forgot to get decorations for the playoffs. You think you can help me out?
1: Sure, Pee-wee. Is that what you'd like to wish for?
3: Well, not really. I'd like to use my wish later for something really special. I was kind of hoping maybe it'd give me an extra wish. Mm, an extra wish? You want an extra wish? What do you think this is, Christmas? Yeah. Oh. Oh, OK. Then repeat after me in Jambies. Mecca lecca hi, mecca hiney ho. Mecca lecca hi, mecca hi, ni, ho. Mecca,
0: lecca, hi, mecca, ho, ho, ho. Mecca, lecca, hi, mecca, ho, ho, ho. He makes the wish, and all of a sudden the Playhouse is soon covered in Christmas. With Nicole. the
1: special Christmas wish of mecca, lecca, hi, mecca, ho, ho, ho.
0: <laughs> and yes.
1: So that was a nice touch.
0: Yes um and then there's so much that's happening like it took me forever to sit down and type this up because i was like i can't keep up it's
1: a lot and it's such a fast-paced show like yeah. they just keep it moving everything and that's it's entertaining has
0: only been in the past 12 minutes of the show like it's right. so much then male lady reba shows up <laughs> and gives peewee a fruitcake <laughs> <laughs> and what does he give her
1: a very large novelty-sized envelope with many postage stamps on it uh, for Santa. It's his new Christmas list.
0: And then he also gives her a present, which was um, the... <laughs> these press-on nails were huge in the 80s, <laughs> and these were press-on nails... That were for your toes.
1: Yeah, but they were comically large, and she was like, "But why are
0: they so big?" Yeah, and like that's her whole foot was one of those. But totals. they're for your toes,
1: which which is a joke that I feel like I should have gotten on another level, but never quite got there nope, with.
0: Never got it. And then she brings in a huge package, which turns oh, out yeah. to be Grace Jones, and this is—I will say it all right now. This is my favorite scene, and we get our second song where Grace Jones sings "The Little Drummer Boy." <laughs> And what makes this scene amazing is number one, Pee-wee was not supposed to get Grace Jones. She was supposed to be mailed to the to the White House, but Grace Jones's outfit is there are no words to describe this outfit. So she's in a dress mm-hmm. with a plastic corset that barely covers her 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 boobs. Yeah, and then she's got this headpiece on.
1: Yeah, the headpiece is just like, it's like a sheet of rubber and you just like, if you just slit in the midsection from one end to the other, like most of the way across, starting in the middle, and then you just open it a little bit and stick your head in so that part of it's on your forehead and Mm -hmm. the other part's like lower down your neck, that's what she was wearing. It was basically a piece of rubber.
0: Uh, Was this your favorite performance in the show?
1: Yeah, I think so because it's... It's Grace Jones. So when 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 she when Grace Jones shows up on screen, you can't not just be captivated. Absolutely, right? um, she's a stunner. Yeah, and and her voice is great. Mm-hmm. So it's enjoyable, and it's a really it's a really good version of the song too. Yeah, I agree. So and there's so there's nothing that you can't enjoy about the what it was a, probably what a 30, 30 to forty five second. Yeah, version. it wasn't long. It was barely yeah. a minute. I don't think. Yeah.
0: Um, and now we're 15 minutes into this 45 minute special. We are a third of the way to go, <laughs> which is insanity to me that all this <laughs> has happened in 50. I mean, it is, we, I, I know that, you know, I, we kind of watched it together. I worked on it last night and, and you're here in person. So you watched it and I sat down to get some extra work done on it and we had to pause it a couple of times yeah. to catch up because there's just so much happening. Um, Next up, we have our next two guest stars, Frankie Avalon and Annette Funicello, who are teaching Pee-wee how to make Christmas cards using potatoes. Yeah,
1: yeah. Frankie used a potato. And
0: she used a toothbrush?
1: Yeah, she used a toothbrush and did, um, yeah, she did. She used like a stencil of a tree or something like that and used a toothbrush to brush on green so that there was like, everything was green around the tree. When you remove the stencil.
0: And then there was a joke about make sure you wash that toothbrush before you use it. And she had green tea. Yeah.
1: And then make sure you wash that potato before you eat it. Yeah. Which got yeah. no laughs. Yeah. Because it was a potato that he carved a candy cane shape in and then used it to stamp, stamp. the Christmas card. And yeah. then he and then he tells them to work a little bit faster because they have to get f- another 500 done before the end of the day. Because right. they he need a, a thousand. A thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that that scene hit home. Why? Uh it just was, I don't know, the last few days, it just felt really like art was mirroring life in this situation. I know what it's like to be uh, Frankie and Annette all at the same time with, with Pee Wee <laughs> standing over me.
0: I don't really feel like um, really that's appropriate. I think that I have... Uh I have been there to lead you in the way that things were correctly supposed to be done as we planned for a party.
1: Gabbers, here's the deal. Yeah! I landed in St. Louis on Thursday around 2.20 p.m. And my shift started at about 2.21 p.m. on Christmas party duty. So... Let's just say if you watch this Pee-wee's Playhouse Christmas special and uh, you string together all the scenes of Annette and Frankie working under the, quote, leadership of (laughs) Pee-wee, it's it's very similar to, to my biography over the past three days.
0: I First of all, we will come back to this topic. We'll come back to this in a moment. Anyway, they get sad, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere share shows up yeah why not share for probably uh, maybe a minute and she does so every day on the on the show every episode of Wee's playhouse they did a secret word of the day right and then you would yell when you heard the special word yeah
1: probably the bane of every parents every parent (laughs) but that a quite enjoyable part of the show for any kid
0: yeah so sheriff comes in to find out what the secret word is and we find out it's year And as soon as you say year, everybody goes, ah! And then, you know, Pee-wee's like, Cher, how's your Christmas going? And Cher goes, oh, Pee-wee, Christmas is my favorite time of the year. Ah! And then she leaves and goes, Pee-wee, I'll see you next year. Ah! (laughs) And then he does this rhyme about Cher being in his chair, but he didn't care. It was kind of funny. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Then one of my favorite parts of the show is when the king of cartoons shows up and um i just well you know what, real quick i wanted to do this male lady reba her career blew up it's s empath uh merkerson who is best known now for being on all the law and orders she's been on law and orders she's been on chicago med chicago pd chicago fire like her career really blew up after <laughs> after Wee, <Pee-wee. laughs> and then we have the king of cartoons Who is played by William uh, Marshall. And he was Blackula. Oh, really? Yeah, he was Blackula. And uh, he has been in tons of movies before he passed away. Tons of cartoons as a voice. And um, he actually played in the 1982 uh, cartoon series Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends. He played Tony Stark. Nice. Yeah, and Juggernaut. So good for him. So the King of Cartoons shows up and he brings Pee-wee how many fruitcakes?
1: Well, he doesn't bring Pee-wee a fruitcake. That's right. He brings two fruitcakes.
0: Two fruitcakes. Yeah. And then um, I this is how I took this scene and I could be wrong. But I said Annette annoys the King of Cartoons because she wants to be the one. To say his famous phrase. And like was the original man? Karen. Yeah, oh, totally. Do you <laughs> feel like she kind of got on his nerves? Well,
1: I don't know. Because so it seemed like she did. Well, because, I mean, you know, it was taken away from him being able to do his thing on the Christmas special. But he was a nice guy about it. And he was like, sure.
0: Okay. So she ends up saying the phrase, let the cartoon begin. But she screws it up because she's net <laughs> And all of a sudden, Joan Rivers shows up. As a square on Hollywood Squares back in the 80s, which is a staple of a show. I remember watching it and never getting the jokes.
1: Oh, I loved it. I loved it even though I didn't get
2: it.
0: Yeah. And she knows who's all there. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, hi, Pee-wee. Hi, King. Hi, Annette And she just wishes everybody a Merry Christmas. And she says, Happy Holidays.
1: With a very wonderful sweater. Yeah. Where she raises her arms and all across her arms, her whole... Wingspan, it says Merry Christmas on her (laughs) sweater. It's very nice. I think you should have one of those.
0: I would love one of those. I would totally wear it. I would love to see you in one of those. I would totally wear that shirt. Then the cartoon actually plays. Now, this plays one of my favorite Christmas cartoons of all time. Christmas comes, but once a year. And we actually reviewed the longer version of this cartoon uh, in episode 18. And that show is titled Holiday Wreath Arounds. And that was with Guesty Bestie John and I. And we spent some time going over this cartoon. Because in Pee-Wee's Playhouse Christmas Special, the cartoon is heavily edited to fit within a two-minute window, if that. But the original short's like five minutes long. So they cut out a good chunk of stuff. Um, That's the first time you've ever seen that cartoon that you remember.
1: Yeah, I've never seen the full version, I don't think. So I actually really want to watch it now. Um, It's a really creative cartoon because it shows... Uh, it shows this guy going into a window of, what is it, an orphanage? Yes. And um, and he just starts taking, he, he dumps out a, a toolbox full of different items and just starts turning like a pot and a pan and some string into like a guitar. And he just creates all these really cool gifts um, out of just random household things.
0: It's, oh, okay. uh, it's a very cute cartoon. It is. Again, if you want to... Uh, go back and revisit that. Or if this is your first episode, you've not heard it, go back to episode 18, Holiday Wreath Rounds. There is a link in the show notes that will take you to the, um, or you can view it online. So...
1: Yeah, what what year, do you know what year that was? Oh my
0: gosh. I did Can't when remember I did if you, that special. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> find
1: the Holiday Wreath Round yeah. episode to find out more about it. But it's just, it's really interesting to watch because it's an old cartoon. And, well, they
0: filmed uh, it in a special... Uh, using a special tool the animation okay. is different
1: yeah so but I, that's what i like about it is just that it's you you sit there and think of like what it must have been like to animate something like that and you know what cartoons are now versus what they were back then
0: yeah absolutely so it's a lot of fun it's it's one of my absolute favorite i think it is my favorite christmas cartoon from that period i think it's really cute it's really creative um i know john really liked it and just the style of animation is pretty pretty impressive for its time yeah. period all right. I'm out of breath. Because all of that happens in the first 23 minutes of the show.
1: Yeah. They keep it moving.
0: Uh, next, uh, the the ventriloquist dummy, Billy Baloney, tries to take over the show. And gets ready to sing a song. And then Pee-wee interrupts. And Mr. Kite outside tells Pee-wee that it's snowing. And Pee-wee runs around shouting, it's snowing. For a good thirty seconds, which again, I think probably annoyed many a parent. Weather alert,
3: weather alert, it's starting to snow. It's snowing, 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 it's snowing. Did I mention
1: it was snowing? Yeah, because kids probably started doing that Absolutely. right after. Anytime they did, they just, yeah. I would.
0: have. I would do it now. Yeah. If it starts snowing outside, I'd be like, it's snowing. It's snowing. it's just louder every time.
1: <laughs> I love how he disappears to the back for like two seconds and comes out in a full outfit to go full, outside. Full
0: uh, snow suit. Yeah. And it's a cute snow suit. It's oh, got yeah. snowflakes on it. It's So green. poofy. Um, so he runs outside. And he decides to make a snow angel and jumps into a pile of fake snow. You see the whole set move. And he makes this giant snow angel. And he says to me, I laugh every time. I I don't know why. I think it's so stupid, but it's so funny. He says, Hey, if you don't have any snow, just get 20 pounds of coconut shavings. (laughs) I I laughed
1: at it too. I don't know why it was so funny, but it's so cute. 20 pounds of coconut
0: shavings. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then one of my absolute favorite actors on the show shows up, the one and only Cowboy Curtis. Who is played by...
1: Lawrence Fishburne.
0: Lawrence Fishburne. Who also blew up after Pee-Wee. Um, Lawrence Fishburne has... My gosh, he's been in the Matrix trilogy.
1: Boys he's in the Hood.
0: Boys in the Hood. Um, so Blackish. Um, he was in uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. He was in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. He was in John Wick. Uh, he was in the... the uh, continuation of Roots I think it was the continuation or maybe it was the redo of Roots he was in Hannibal he's been in everything one of my favorite movies that he has been in that he kind of got at his his uh, part of his start in Hollywood was uh, one of my all time favorite ho- uh, horror movies Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3 Dream Warriors and he was going by the name Larry first yeah he then. was
1: the he was the orderly he was right the orderly, yeah
0: looking super cute back in the day too so Look at you Cowboy Curtis all growing up mm-hmm. And uh, he scares Cowboy Curtis and I'm sorry it, it For me If you can't watch it for the Grace Jones You have to watch it for Lawrence Fishburne's Country Western Twang
1: It was like Country Western California Twang It was, it was so, so funny It's so good
0: It's so funny So uh, they introduced the 80's sensation And I watched your face it was amazing they introduced the eighties singing sensation, the Del Rubio triplets. Ah, what a who, treat. We sing our next song, Walkin' in a Winter Wonderland. Now, I remember the Del Rubio triplets slightly. But they, they were on like a lot of night shows, like like the tonight show and stuff like that. Do you remember yeah. the Del Rubios?
1: Um, very vaguely and it may even only be from Pee Wee. I remember more like the Mandrell Sisters. Mm-hmm. Right?
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: But, yeah.
0: So, the Del Rubio triplets um, got their start. They they dyed their hair blonde and then took the word Rubio, and that's how they decided to call themselves the Del Rubio triplets. (laughs) Uh, They rose to fame in the 50s and then came back again during the 80s. And singing covers. And their biggest hit was the cover of the song Whip It by Devo. (laughs) And Ding Dong the Witch is Dead from The Wizard of Oz. That's good choices. And Walk Like an Egyptian from The the Bangles. bangles. (laughs) And then Hey Jude and These Boots Are Made for Walking. Then they appeared on on Pee Wee's Playhouse. And my favorite thing was your face when they walked out and you saw. Now these ladies back then, now they've all sadly passed away. Uh, But back in '88, they were not spring chickens. They were not.
1: I was trying to figure out: were they in their like mid to late fifties, or were they maybe in their sixties?
0: Well, they were born on 1921, so in the '80s they were in their. So when this was done, they were in their late sixties. Yeah. And they look it. Yeah. But good for them.
1: Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm just going to say like, you know, they start off singing in the in the snowy trees and you just get, you know, like waist up shots. And then they start walking through the snow playing their uh, playing their guitars um, and they look like it's getting real cold outside because um, their <laughs> legs are all the way out. And I gotta say, they, yeah, they, they, they look like they were in their late 60s, but their, their legs didn't.
0: Yeah. I mean, their
1: legs were in their 20s.
0: Yeah. They, uh, they definitely wore some pantyhose. Um,
1: what a portrait of femininity (laughs) in the eighties.
0: And then everyone is out now playing in the snow. So everybody from the the clubhouse or the the playhouse is outside in the snow and little Richard shows up on skates. (laughs) Who? hold on. I can't do it. I can't do it. I don't skater I'm
1: skater. not going to try.
0: <laughs> Little Richard is skating, and he's not doing well, and he keeps falling down. And um, Pee Wee is like, oh, you just got to keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> and then Pee Wee goes out to do, like, I don't know, the most amazing ice skating, like, clearly Olympics worthy. And uh, Little Richard is like, oh, my gosh, that's amazing. Like, you're so good. And then all of a sudden, this other guy shows up in the exact same outfit and goes, was that good, Pee-wee? And we meet Pee-wee's ice skating stunt double, Hans. (laughs) Which is super funny. It was so dumb and I loved it. Yeah. Then we come back inside. Uh, I think we had a commercial break is what happened. Yeah. And then we're back inside where Pee-wee and everybody are sipping hot chocolate. And he introduces, (laughs) out of all people... K.D. Lang, (laughs) who performs the most bizarre version of Jingle Bell rock I have ever heard in my life while wearing a country western dress.
1: Yeah, parts of it felt like an Elvis impersonation of I, that song. I, I don't, don't know, I, know what was happening. What, I, it was a lot.
0: It was a lot. It was... I don't know what she was trying to do, but it's my least <sighs> favorite moment of the whole show. And I like Katie Lang. Yeah. It was like... It was a lot. I don't know if she was trying to like overact to be funny.
1: It definitely didn't... I mean, it... <sighs> It felt like a lot for for Katy Lang because Katie Lang I look at as typically being a little bit more subdued, subdued and focused on the you know the song. Um, but there was a lot of you know twirling around and, and going all over the place. So it was I don't know it was it was it was something.
0: So she was asked by Paul Rubens specifically to be on the show after he heard her first record, which was given to him by Warner Brothers. And apparently, her segment took the longest to film nearly a half a day.
1: Really? Well, she was interacting with everything, every character around her.
0: I, yeah, that's true. That's true. And she did, then she interacted with uh, Chicky Baby and Doggy Daddy yeah. and Cool Cat.
1: Yeah, there was a lot, yeah, yeah, there was a lot of dancing around and everything.
0: It just was not my favorite. Not gonna yeah, lie. it is. It is. Um, it is. It is. It is not. not my favorite. It
1: was. Uh, that was an interesting country dress too.
0: Yeah, it was really bad. Yeah. Uh, then we move back to <laughs> Peewee. I'm just gonna skip past it because it's not my favorite. Yeah. Peewee hangs up all the stockings, and then Randy the puppet tells him and Terry that there's Terry the pterodactyl. I got it right this time. Yeah, yeah. That there's no Santa Claus, and Terry's like, but Peewee. Tell him there is a Santa Claus.
1: That was pretty good.
0: I know, right? I got that one.
1: I mean, you nailed it.
0: I did. I was the (laughs) (laughs) stand-in. And then uh, Pee-wee is like, okay, Randy, well, if you don't believe us, we'll just, you don't believe in Santa Claus, we'll take down your tiny stocking. (laughs) And um, then Randy's like, no, no, no. (laughs) Keep it up. (laughs) I can't do Randy's voice. And then we get to see Pee-wee's stocking, part one. And it's life-size. And then somebody asks... I forget who it was. It may have been Terry. They said, "Do you sure all of your presents are going to fit in that? And he's like, hold on. I've got the other one. And he hangs up the right one. So he's got a right and a left stocking that are both full-size. Which was cheesy, but as a kid, I know I laughed at that. And thought, well, that's what I want, too. That's smart. Yeah, it's always smart. Um, Next, we go to a Penny cartoon. And I... (laughs) the petty cartoons are some of my absolute favorite things in the world because i feel like they just gave a little girl a mic and said talk
1: (laughs) and then they animated it
0: and then they animated it and this one was all about um her finding a i don't even know she was just rambling and i was like what 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 is what is what is happening so I'm, I'm pulling up about Penny because I think it's fascinating. So <laughs> Penny was voiced by Anna Seidman for the show. And it says that, you know, these were short segments on the show that had Penny discussing various topics and expressing certain interest while the animation would show literal depictions of what she was talking about. She would never appear in person. She was always a claymation character. And, um... You know, she's a blonde-haired girl with pigtails, but she's got two pennies from her eyes. And, I don't know, I just think it's so funny. I loved Penny. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know.
1: I also really enjoyed any kind of claymation as a kid. So, you know, yeah, I always enjoyed I, those segments, and I love the voiceover.
0: I am I'm, I'm sh- I bet you there's probably Penny cartoons on YouTube that you could watch. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I would watch some more Penny cartoons. Okay. Man,
1: doesn't she look a lot like Penny from Inspector Gadget? Too? She
0: does look a lot like I want to just with Penny down. eyes. That's very true. Yeah, she does. Now, uh, we check back in with Annette and Frankie, <laughs> Poor and souls. They're, they're they look exhausted, yeah. they look like Peter. And I, I feel you, I feel them. And then Pee Wee decides to give them because they're hungry, he gives them bread and water.
1: Now, a, that's so nice.
0: I did not give you bread and water. I took you to lunch.
1: I did. I did get. Uh, I did get more more so food than that.
0: I will take your apologies now.
1: Is this where you're going to insert the cricket noise into the podcast? <laughs> nope. Just going <laughs> to let the silence hold it. I um, mean, yeah, Gayson's a good guy. He did uh, pay me. He gave me an actual penny um, <laughs> and said that it was after taxes.
0: That's
1: true. <laughs> and and, and, and other things. Social and, security were withheld. But not benefits because we don't, we don't offer benefits. we're not insured here. Yes. So, uh,
0: Then uh, we flip to the giant cow countess who shows up with another fruitcake for Pee Wee. And he gives her the hey, bell, yeah. which is yeah. super cute. I think it plays uh, We Wish You a Little Merry Christmas or something like that. I forget I don't remember and then she brings him another guest star the one and only Princess Zsa 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 Gabor Be with Darling I can't do her voice I used to be able to
1: (laughs) it was was on the right track it was was gonna get there I needed to practice let's workshop that later after the show
0: clearly I needed to practice that Um, and they tell each other that they love each other it was super cute and then she tells him Merry Christmas and leaves it was such a random thing
1: yeah I mean everybody's just like really quick cameos they're really great though
0: we're now 35 minutes in.
2: <laughs>
0: I'm exhausted talking about it. He then gets a video call from Dinah Shore, who starts singing The 12 Days of Christmas. And this is one of my favorite scenes because he's like, he gets, a, he gets another call and he puts her on hold while she's still singing. She has no idea. And it's Oprah Winfrey calling Simply Just Tell Him Merry Christmas. Yeah. Hers, I think, was probably the shortest cameo.
1: Yeah, it was really short.
0: 15 seconds then he comes back and she dinah shore is now on the fifth day of christmas and then he listens and slowly puts a phone puts the phone on the ground sneaks away by putting a dummy version of himself it's literally a a store mannequin cut in half and they put the mask from the like what i remember the peewee uh peewee herman costume that kids wore at halloween yeah. he puts the mask on it and dinah dinah shore is still going
1: <laughs> and he sneaks away it's, it's amazing so funny it's so funny i wish i had one of those for for some zoom calls
0: same 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 now we have to talk about my favorite this is my other favorite part because oh, ricardo shows up and ricardo. ricardo is 80s hot oh yeah he i bet ricardo was living his best life back then <laughs> uh because i am pretty sure the ladies loved some Ricardo I don't know
1: Uh, the men loved some Ricardo too I loved
0: Ricardo I was like I wrote down Ricardo the hottie shows up and he teaches this is one of the I don't know why this is so dumb but it's so dumb it's funny he tries to teach Pee Wee to say Feliz Navidad do what?
3: Feliz Navidad that means Merry Christmas in Spanish say it Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad Feliz
0: Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Right. And Pee Wee keeps saying, "Feliz Navidad." <laughs> he's like, "No, Feliz Navidad." It's classic Feliz Navidad. And he's like, "Right." Yeah,
1: yeah. The look on his face when he just gives up. He's like, "Yeah." And he's just done. Basically, yeah.
0: Oh god, it's so funny. And then he's like, "You know, we gotta we we break the piñata." And which I love. I love that there is pinata breaking in uh, Christmas celebration.
1: Did you know that was a Christmas tradition? I did. I I, I'm so, very familiar of course with pinatas, but I didn't realize it was like a Christmas tradition.
0: Not until about five weeks ago when I was teaching. So I'm a, I'm a trainer for a company and I was teaching a group of new hires and we were talking about this podcast and talking about Christmas traditions. And several of them uh, grew up in uh, Mexico and uh was they were talking about having pinatas at christmas Hmm. and i said did not know so i was like well eventually next year we're going to talk about that during our festive fun fact segment we're going to look into it because i think that's fascinating you
1: could do a whole show on um traditions where something is beaten
0: and presents fall out (laughs) (laughs) well i mean we did talk about The Christmas poop, log. the Christmas log. I don't know what episode that was, but it was this year's. So go back and check that one out too. um And then, out of nowhere, Pee Wee says the only thing missing right now is Charo. And eighties staple Charo, coochie coochie coo. Charo shows up. Of course she does. And sings Feliz Navidad. Yeah. Feliz Navidad. <laughs> And then at the end, she gives Pee Wee a gift, which is a fruit cake. Another fruit cake. Uh, f- let's see. Then, God, so much happening. Then it, I swear that I swear the last fifteen minutes of this thing start flying through. There's so many things that are happening. It's like one minute after another. Yeah. Um, Miss Renee shows up to give Pee Wee another fruit cake and teaches Pee Wee about Hanukkah. And then gives Pee-wee seven more fruitcakes,
1: <laughs> one for each day of Hanukkah. One for
0: each day of Hanukkah, which I died. Then she sings the dreidel song, which I thought was really cute.
3: It's the Hanukkah portion of the show, and we're all gonna sing the dreidel song. Just follow the bouncing jumbie head. Dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. I made you out of play. and when you're dry and ready, the dreidel, I will play.
1: Yeah, this is one of my this is one of my highlights for sure. Um, because he he learns the dreidel song with a little bouncing zombie head that has stuck in <laughs> that goes across the screen with the lyrics, which is something that's stuck in my head ever since the first time I saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love that. And then he spins the dreidel on the ground and I immediately like went back to being a kid and remembered that dreidel's gonna go across the floor. Yep. It's gonna go into the cave and so it goes it makes its way into the cave where surprisingly the, there's a hole in the wall which is yeah the there's thing. a hole in, like it's like a yeah it's like a big mouse hole yeah. but it's like yeah um and it goes through the tunnel and in there we find the claymation dinosaurs decorating with a happy hanukkah sign
0: and they all had little yarmulkes they on. had dino so cute. it was so cute and it was nice to see here's what i will say it was nice to see that representation especially
1: back then. I mean, yeah, that's something that I'll, I wanted to bring up later too is just like the amount of representation in the in this Christmas mm-hmm. special overall. The amount of like the commitment to diversity mm-hmm. back then for the show is is really impressive.
0: Super impressive. Yeah. Um. All right, so <laughs> I just love it. I don't know. I yeah. The little dinosaurs playing with the dreidel is the cutest thing I think it's, I've been Yeah,
1: show. it's adorable. They they crack open, the dreidel falls over, and then they crack it open, and all these little gold coins fall out, and they use their mouths to rip the gold foil off the coin and eat the chocolate and feed the little chocolate piece to the little, Um. is that an ankylo- ankylosaurus? I don't, I don't forget. know, it's the dino dog. Yeah, the little doggy it. one. Uh, it's cute. It's I, super cute.
0: I wanted it. All right, Frankie and Annette come back and tell them that they finished making all the cards, and he says, great, make envelopes now. Yeah. Now they gotta make a 1,000 envelopes, which if Mm. I had been giving those leadership skills...
1: Then it would have been, are you finished wrapping the 40 gifts? Now start making Oreo balls. No,
0: it would have been... (laughs) make the envelope as you're making like either one of you do envelopes and the other do it and then you could switch halfway through
1: what's missing out of that is the praise that Pee Wee gave them and i think we can all learn from that of saying you know what great job on that thousand cards
0: um here's what i believe in i believe praise is earned and i'm not going to build someone's self-esteem up by lying
1: are you saying i did a bad job wrapping 40 gifts
0: Well, I think the last five speak for themselves.
1: I'll take that feedback. (laughs) I'll take that feedback. That's fair. (laughs) But for the record, I think people enjoyed it because I had saw (laughs) talked to a few people at the party who said that that was the one they were trying to get was the last Mm. one that I did that was, Mm. it, it wasn't that it was poorly wrapped. It was that it, it was, uh, it was like the two face of presence Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that one side was one paper. The other side was another paper. I thought it was creative.
2: Mm -hmm, mm
0: -hmm. so we go to commercial break (laughs) we are now in the last like what seven minutes of the show we're at at 41 minutes
1: still some gold left and as we're going to
0: commercial break we check back in on Dinah Shore who has somehow continued to go past the 12 days she was on like the 20th day and the 19th day and I was like ma'am where are you
1: good for her
3: day of christmas my
0: true love sent to me still going uh the entire cast is now back decorating the tree so all the regulars not all the guest stars but all the regulars and they ooh and all over the tree and then randy's a jackass and unplugs it and goes on this random tirade but not really about like commercial capitalism and how com- how you know christmas is too commercial and then magic screen tells Randy the true meaning of Christmas because we see this random video of children at like a Christmas pageant pretending to be Mary and Joseph and it got to the religious aspect of Christmas which again to me was still pretty rare for a kids show because they've tackled racial diversity and and now we're hitting religious diversity which was surprising because a lot of the shows in the 80s hinted at the Christianity side of Christmas, right? But we didn't really get into it. Like the He-Man and she were Christmas special. They start talking about it and immediately fade out and we go to another scene.
1: Yeah. I think the one that springs to mind for me, I think is probably the peanuts. Mm. Christmas is probably the one, the one that hits it the hardest, right? Yeah. Where they actually stand there and talk about the meaning mm-hmm. of Christmas and they get pretty deep into it.
0: Yep. Yeah. But it seems like after that one, people were kind of like, let's pull back. Yeah. Let's shy away.
1: I think that's why that that one feels so weird to me, too, is that it gets so mm-hmm. deep into it compared to so many other specials we saw as kids.
0: I was listening to another podcast called Christmas Past, and um, they did a whole special episode just a couple weeks ago on the Charlie Brown Christmas special and how it was just pretty much thrown together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's why there's not a really succinct plot. Yeah. Oh. So... um Well, back to this one that clearly was... I don't think it was thrown together. I think this was executed quite well for what they tried to do. Cowboy Curtis gives Pee-wee his Christmas present, which is, yet again, fruitcake. And at this point, everyone is like, well, what are you going to do with all these (laughs) fruitcakes? And he's like, I've got a great use for them. And he opens a door to a new edition of the Playhouse being built by nothing but fruitcakes as we hit our crescendo <laughs> if we pay attention there are two construction workers one is in a tank top that leaves nothing to the imagination
1: and his name is roman
0: Roman. <laughs> and then out of the, out of the top of the screen climbs down another construction worker down the ladder down the ladder Completely bare, shirtless, glistening and shirtless, glistening, and we linger just enough, yeah, just enough to make you go, what? uh, What is Dad about? This is a little
1: treat for all the moms (laughs) and gays out there.
0: (laughs) Um, I just sat down to watch your face during that scene, and I just want to know your thoughts.
1: Oh, Oh. it just—you know—it started off so good already that there were just. (laughs) Glistening construction and <laughs> on hand to build to build a new room. And it's just when you think we're set with Roman in his yellow tank top, you get the real treat coming uh-huh. down the ladder from on high.
3: Tat, like,
1: <laughs> oh, it was it was gorgeous. It I it really felt like the temperature in the room went up just a oh, little bit. Oh yeah, there bit. was
0: definitely some snow melting on the outside. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, then we, we check back in on Dinah Shore and she's now up to day 500 <laughs> and I would love to see the script like did they actually write out 500 days of Christmas because I would like to see all of them and then Pee Wee gets the cast to sing a medley of carols but they're basically only allowed to sing one line and he, keep, yeah. and he just keeps cutting them off he's like okay now do this one Yeah. and during this we hear that familiar ho 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 and Santa magically appears in the playhouse. And Pee-wee gives him this th- the biggest plate of cookies I've ever seen in my life. They look like donuts. Now I won the donut.
1: That's a lot of cookies.
0: And milk. And gets ready to give it to him. And he's like, here's your milk cookies just like you like. And then he pulls it back and he goes, did you bring all my presents? <laughs> <laughs> and Santa's like, yes. But, and then Pee-wee gives the milk of cookies. And then... Santa says, because Pee Wee's list was so big, he wasn't—he's uh, not able to give presents to any other kids. And Pee Wee's like, basically, Pee Wee says, "Sucks to be you." <laughs> like Pee Wee doesn't care. And then his friends are all like, hey, way. <laughs> and Pee Wee talks about Christmas being you know, about giving and you know, blah blah blah. And he has his this moment, if you will.
1: Yeah, doing something for others. Yeah. And the lighting it it spotlights him and mm-hmm. it gets serious. And then it actually it's a little um it's a little touching in that moment, or at least mm-hmm. it was for me, because they they pulled it off really well of him sitting there and reflecting um, on the importance of Christmas and being kind Christmas toward others.
3: To I just didn't have enough presents for the other children in the world. Mm. I'm awfully sorry to hear that, Santa. Please let me know how it all turns out. <laughs> hey, wee. oh.
2: oh
3: all right. Which presents do you want, Santa? All of them. All of them? All of them? Christmas is the time we should be thinking about what we can do for others. What we can do what for others. For others. Rather, others. rather, others. OK, you can have all my presents. Oh, and there's one other thing that you can give me, too. What more do you want, Santa? Your help in delivering these presents to the children of the world. Me? Santa's helper?
0: I could ride in the sleigh with you and everything. That's just about what
3: I had in mind. It's a,
1: nice, it's a nice selfless moment from Pee-wee that we see.
0: Yeah, it was really cute. And then Santa decides to give him a gift. And he says that Pee-wee gets to ride in the sleigh and help deliver all the toys. Which, honestly, I think is any little kid's dream. Right. Would be to ride in Santa's sleigh. I know, I would. Course. I'd be like, yeah. Right. Please. Yeah. I would help you deliver presents. Um... And then we're starting to wrap up. And Pee Wee tells everybody bye. And then Jambi cuts back in and says Pee Wee, what about your special wish? What
3: about that special wish?
0: My wish is that
3: there's peace on earth and that everybody has the very merriest of Christmases and a happy new year!
0: year! <laughs> <laughs> Kiwi says, basically, that he wishes everyone would have a Merry Christmas. Yeah, it's so Super sweet. sweet. And then he flies away with Santa <laughs> green screen and all <laughs> to deliver presents. And then we cut to the, like, it goes immediately into the credits. And you still hear the familiar tune of the 12 days of Christmas. And at the very end of the last credit, Dinosaur comes back and finishes up with the last, you know, the first day of Christmas and a partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> And it's dead quiet you just hear her go peewee <laughs> peewee and the show ends and
1: it shows his dummy with the mask yeah, still on still still, still there
0: blanks there and i was like it it ended as good as it started accommodations provided by the los
3: angeles registry hotel
0: package, That's a yeah, funny joke. It was good. I like that there was a consistent couple of jokes throughout, you know, like the fruitcake, yeah. Dinah Shore singing, Annette and, and Frankie. Yeah. I think that was kind of funny. It was a nice way to tie yeah. the show together with like throwing little segments. It's, yeah. Wee's Playhouse is a huge, um, oh, this Christmas special I should say has always been a huge influence on this show because there's a lot of things that I want to do on this show which is why it's like, boom, now we go to this, now we go to this, now we go to this, now we go to this. It's like a Christmas special every episode.
1: Yeah. So It's great the way it's done. I even like how, you know, in the original show, the end he always gets on his scooter mm. and mm-hmm. flies out of the playhouse and says goodbye to everybody and everybody's still there. So, yep. you know, him leaving with Santa again at the end. It's very good. Um, speaks to the consistency that they did this special with to really make it. Tied to the to the regular Pee Wee's Playhouse show. Yeah.
0: So we we have our we have our our six questions usually. Uh, what was your first thought at the beginning?
1: Um, I, w- I was paying attention just to to the like to the fact that it was clearly going to be a nice wintry Christmassy version. Um, and then wondering, yeah, how are they going to pack all of these people mm-hmm. in? And then just appreciating. You know, like I've said before, the consistency to the regular show, you know, how they were sort of tying it in with the regular show and but just making it, um, you know, with some with some extra winter Christmasness to it.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, that was my first thought. I was like the first time I saw it on Netflix again. And I was like, oh, look at all these people. How is all this going to work in forty-five-ish minutes? I think it's like forty-seven. Yeah, but
1: But you see how it works pretty quickly. Yeah, they start cramming people in.
0: Well, the editing on it was pretty good. Yeah, it seemed like a. It seemed there was hardly any transitions. It was just like we went from this to this to this to this to this. this.
1: And yeah, that's I really like that about it though because I think you know to keep kids engaged, keeping that pace Mm -hmm. of like doing the scene, getting the payoff, you know, and then moving on. They really, it's really entertaining. Like I said, it doesn't feel like 47 minutes. It feels like you're sitting there for maybe 25 minutes, you know? Yeah. Like I I was surprised when you said 47 minutes after it ended.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Because it just, it just goes, it's, but I, that's a credit to how enjoyable it is too, is yeah. that when you sit down and enjoy something, it doesn't matter how long it's, you'd always think it goes by fast. So. Yeah,
1: and the way they engage kids, I mean, even, you know, the stuff that's a little silly for adults at the beginning where he says, what should I put on my Christmas list? And he's answering as if there are kids yelling at the TV, get mm-hmm. a car, and he's like, oh, I don't really need a car, you know, I like the way they do that for the kids. And, you know, all the, all the, the regular segments that are scattered throughout too, um, I like that they kept that.
0: Yeah, I think kids would still watch this today. Yeah, and, yeah. I think, I think a kid so. would sit down and be like, "What is this?" Yeah. What is this? So, uh, did you have any favorite quotes?
1: Um, I, you know, I, of course, I enjoyed, you know, Missy Vaughn and and Pee Wee that whole exchange. <laughs> Before you go making out with the entire playhouse, there were, <laughs> I appreciate that there are some adult things in there. It's mm-hmm. kind of like watching a Pixar film where. The, the mm. kids will love it, but they are smart enough to write it for adults too. Yep. And I think Pee Wee always, yeah, you know, or Paul Rubens, you know, and and the other writers always did that with this show. Yeah. So, yeah, I definitely enjoyed that. And of course, we talked about the uh, coconut shavings as well. <laughs> Still my favorite. Joke.
0: Yeah. Uh What was your favorite scene? I know you said you loved the Grace Jones. Was there any other scene that you loved?
1: Um. Yeah. I. You know, I think I already talked about the dinosaur part. Of mm-hmm. course, I love that. Um, and, you know, the magic screen was a highlight that I always loved as a kid mm-hmm. uh, of the dots and everything. And just, you know, Magic Johnson showing up. And that, I thought that was a cute little gang.
0: Uh, for me, of course, it's always going to be the, the, the Grace Jones. And yeah. I could I could just put this on in the background after that. I will stop what I'm doing, sit down and watch Grace Jones. Yeah. Uh, but I will also say that I also really love the Penny cartoon because her voice just makes me laugh yeah and they played my absolute favorite christmas cartoon which is christmas comes yeah i'll say edited version yeah
1: i really enjoyed that and i was actually surprised how and how kind of captivated i was by that old cartoon because i get really i get bored easily with like really old things Mm -hmm. uh like you know old animation and stuff like Mm -hmm. that but it was just such as such a creative cartoon i really
0: liked it it sounds like you're gonna go back and listen to episode 18.
1: it sounds like i am
0: (laughs) <laughs> um Did you notice any gay or hidden gay characters or elements?
1: Oh, I mean, it was a big gay sandwich. It starts <laughs> off. It starts off. A gay <laughs> There's a lot of theology. Yeah, uh, with, <laughs> a lot of uh, with, with 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 the this. chorus at the beginning, which the chorus is really cute because they're dressed like marines and they've got their white hats and um, they're like doing the hats out away from their body and back over and over and Pee Wee is interacting with them because Mm -hmm. he has to keep moving so he doesn't get hit by the hats and then he kind of gives one of them side eye because he almost gets hit or something like that.
0: Yeah, well, the other thing too is, yeah, we we now know that it was the UCLA Men's Glee Club. Yeah. Because they were trying to actually get the Marine Choir and they couldn't perform on the day that they needed them. To
1: oh, so interesting. That was, that was yeah, I thought it was interesting that they had them dressed up that way. Um, um. But there's that, and then of course Jombie in every episode, mm. and then you know ending ending you know or at least close to the end with the
0: <laughs>
1: construction workers glistening uh. in the back of the playhouse was nice. So yeah, that
0: was that was. You've literally said all the things that I I would say. Yeah. Um, in my mind, I'd make Ricardo, but I know he's
1: not. Uh, yeah, um, I, I was actually literally thinking that during the show. I was like, I really want to call this uh, um, yeah. <laughs> a gay part of the show. But I know that in my mind, it was just that I was wanting him wanting him to, wanting so him to be. And that beautiful 80s hair. Mm.
0: The <laughs> other person I put down was Little Richard, too. I don't know if he ever came out.
1: Yeah, well, and isn't, isn't Katie Lang?
0: Oh, yeah, Katie Lang. Yeah, yeah, totally. yeah. So there's a lot of representation. I, that's that's really the thing that I think makes this so good, is that, one, there's a Hanukkah element. Two, there's a Christian element. There's a Santa element. But then yeah. you are seeing cultures all over. Right. You're seeing diversity. And, I don't know, diversity in the 80s was kind of rare. Like, we talked about it with yeah. the He-Man show. Like, there's only, like, two black characters or toys that ever came out you yeah. know like diversity was seriously lacking so to see so much of it on a show especially about yeah. christmas is pretty amazing
1: yeah and it's it's something that you start realizing from the beginning with the guest list you know that that was another thing that i was initially thinking when we saw you know him naming all the guest stars as wow this is this is really diverse this is great and then halfway through the show i'm like well how diverse is it because it's mostly just black people and white people Right. And I was Mm -hmm. sitting there looking for other cultures. Mm -hmm. But then you have Ricardo and Charo show up. Mm -hmm. You've got Katie Lang and Little Richard show up. Um, You've got, yeah, the Jewish character shows up. You've got a lot of women, you know, so it's it does hit it does hit a lot of diversity. You know, they're probably it would have been nice to see like a second Christmas special where they started introducing like. You know a character from india or you know you know hitting a few other um you know somebody from russia just hitting kind of a few other different Mm -hmm. cultures and ethnicities but yeah it was it was it's amazing how much is packed in um which was nice to help normalize that in in entertainment for us as kids
0: i agree Uh, okay so it's time for our rating now on a scale of one to five with five being the best how many rainbow candy canes would you give this special
1: I mean, I'm going to go all out and say that I would give it 5. I mean, there's really Yay! there's really nothing that I can I can hold back on this because um it's just, you know, from the diversity and the appreciation of that, like there's music, but there's not too much. There's all there are all these diverse characters. Uh it's it's I don't know, it's it's fun, it's entertaining. It's engaging the entire time. There were very few segments where um where I wasn't just really focused on paying attention on the show. Like I was trying to kind of make myself some notes and everything, but it's just so fast paced that it's, it's a great show. Like there's nothing that I can fault about it. It, I, I'd say it ages well in a sense that I think kids and um, adults can still be entertained, especially anybody who um, grew up in the eighties and appreciates Paul Rubens and Pee Wee. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's a solid
0: watch. So. i 100 agree giving it five across the board um all the reasons that you mentioned from a from a holiday aspect uh, it has everything that i want it had music it had guest stars it had plot it had subplots it had continuous threads of story um there is not katie lang's song aside to me is like the worst part of the special but it's just because i think it's weird and I think yeah. they, somebody needed to rein somebody in on that, but <laughs> I really, really enjoyed it. Um, it is one of my absolute favorite things to watch, uh, year after year. And, um, you know, I've watched it twice now cause I always have to watch it once by myself to go back in and type out all the notes and everything. Yeah. And then I came back and watched it with you just a little bit ago and I wasn't bored. I still laughed at all the same spots. Um, I think it's beautiful, and I love that there's some shirtless dudes randomly <laughs> throughout. It's just wonderful.
1: Yeah, it's clever.
0: So then, with your ranking, would you say that this is a classic or not so classic Christmas special?
1: Oh, it is absolutely classic, and for so many reasons. Like, partly the cameos make it classic. It is, it's an amazing time capsule of the '80s, and it's really strange because you look at a lot of the cameo appearances, as, and you start to you start to realize that in the 80s it's like did you just have to be sort of a caricature to become like famous like but you look at all these people that were embraced like little richard yeah. and grace jones and charo that Zha-Zha. yeah and jaja yeah. like it's it's just such an it's just so interesting and then you know bringing in like the rubio triplets you know and it just and it, <laughs> i don't know it but it it's definitely classic because it just puts you back in the eighties mm-hmm. when all these people mm-hmm. were big and fame was a different thing than it is now. Yep. Um, and then, you know, for me just having grown up with Wee's playhouse, the, the consistency that I was talking about of like how it's almost like a normal playhouse episode where they keep the consistency of the king of cartoons and Missy Yvonne and, um, you know, the cowboy and everything you'd see all these familiar parts come back. And so it, it's just I don't know. It's just really great. This is something that I would like if I had it, then I would be watching it every year. Plus it it's it's nice that it gets into the spirit of Christmas too.
2: Yeah.
0: I, I don't even know how to follow it up. I think you said everything perfectly. Um I think that it truly is one of the best. I don't think it gets the love that it should. Right. Um, because people have a feeling about Paul Rubens and I think it's dumb. Yeah. but I it's it it makes you feel like Christmas it makes me think back to those old variety television shows it was like I said it was a huge inspiration for this show to be able to like have characters and have friends on and have guests and talk about things and you know learn how to do things and and I just I love a show like that and I think that um anyone that has not seen it you need to go get it. I, you know, it's like seven bucks if you buy the regular DVD, or no, like six bucks if you buy the regular DVD off of Amazon, or like thirteen if you decide to get the Blu Ray. But yeah. go get it. I, I don't think you will be upset. I think it is that good. Yeah, and so.
1: and I, I, I also just love the part about the fact that it's something that you can enjoy with kids. Like it somehow. It is something that can like sort of bring a family together in that sense, and that it's something that everybody can enjoy. Mm-hmm. And you, it's nice to like feel that connection of that you can enjoy something that you know is meant for kids because it's cleverly written too. Um, now, if you could just take the note from the show to have a couple construction men behind a door in the other room, gotcha, to nope. make gabbing with Gayson and keeping the old tide gay a little bit uh, more like that, that would be great.
0: Gotcha, I'm down. I'm down. Well, my friend, I feel like there's only one thing left to say. What's that? Merry Christmas!
1: Merry Christmas to you, too. And Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> yes. Because I think we're still... We're, are we at the very end of Hanukkah right now? Or is it still happening? As of, as as, of, as, as of, as recording? of this recording, yes. Yeah. So, yeah. so, season's
0: greetings. Yes. Happy Holidays to everyone, and... Uh Peter, I guess we'll see you next December. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mostly looking forward to it.
0: <laughs> I've already decided which one we're talking about. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Oh, oh. Whee! <laughs> Well, that wraps up our third day of Mist. Come back. We've got lots more in store for you. Trust me, you don't want to miss our next couple of episodes. They are going to be fantastic. And I just want to say thank you so much for listening to Keeping the Yuletide Gay with Gason. Don't forget to subscribe to the show to be notified when new episodes air. And of course, check out our website, gabbingwithgason.com, where you can find more information about me, other past episodes of Keeping the Yuletide Gay, and past episodes of my other podcast, Gabbing with Gason. We hope you come back for our next episode as we continue to put the mess in Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas provided by FreeXmasMP3.com. Other music and sounds used in this episode are the properties of the individual copyright holders and they're used for the purposes of commentary and review. No infringement is...